Welcome to the Dream Big Podcast. This is your host, Jimmy Doe. I got the got my boy in the building. Yeah. Young Marvin Dutton. What's up, man? I'm good, man. How I'm you doing, man? I'm real good. I can't complain. Word up. Word up. So we're going to get into a couple things. What I like to talk about on the Dream Big Podcast is basically, are you living your dream life? What does it take to get to the point of living your dream life? Um, what are some of your passions and things of that nature? And so my first question I got for you, man, um, before we get into anything, I want you to actually, before I even ask you a question, I want you to tell the people, what is it that you do, um, the service that you provide, and how long you've been doing it for? My name is Marvin Dutton. I'm, the, I'm a CEO of Marvin's Education Services. Um, we just provide opportunities to people. We started uh, in 2013. We're celebrating our 10-year anniversary. Uh, we just done some amazing work in Philadelphia, and we're really looking to expand to uh, Atlanta as well. And so it was unbelievable. Nice, 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 nice. Now, you're in the education space. Yeah, we're in the education and space relating to like hiring people, uh, making sure that we provide opportunities. Uh, so we provide tutoring, after-school programming, virtual tutoring, and also opportunities with, with teaching positions. Gotcha, 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 gotcha. Okay. Now tell me, Marv, are you, are you living your dream life? Me? Yeah. I think it's a dream every day, you know. Um, mm. I live, I'm comfortable. Um, I come from Frankfurt, you know, which is, which is a tough area of Philadelphia. But I, um, I was able to really multiply my business and um, 10x my business and yeah, I, I feel good. I'm comfortable. We're we're moving on to be a national organization, so I really can't complain. Nice, nice. I think nice. I'm living my dream. I have fun. Yeah. To be honest, I'm able to go out when I want to go out. You know, um, I'm able to live my life in a way that I want to live my life. But it's usually on the move. Usually on the go. I'm usually Atlanta, Philadelphia, Florida, because you know we're trying to expand our services. Nice, nice. We provide nice. opportunities for people that's looking to get into the education space. Nice. Now, where did this come from? Were, were you a teacher uh, prior to this? Yeah. Let me know. How did you, you know, jump into the um, hiring for teachers? Well, the main thing is I started work. I started as an employee. You know, I started uh, as an assistant teacher, uh, as a teacher, and for me, I just saw gaps in the educational system when I was a teacher, was mm. a teacher for 10 years. And we, from there, we started doing free programming and we expanded with the substitute teaching service in 2015. Okay. And that's when we were, we were really able to really um, 10X the business. So for me, I think staffing is important. People are looking for jobs. There's a job shortage in almost every industry. That's true. And so with staffing, you could multiply what you bring to the table. So it's not just you, it's you have a team. And so you're able to multiply your impact as well. Nice, 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 nice. I don't know if I'm answering your question. <laughs> no, I mean, you asked, you answered it. I was pretty much asking, you know, with, how did you get started, you know, in this? You know, because most people, like I thought about, and we talked about it, um, doing staffing for drivers, for yeah. truck drivers yeah. and things like that. Yeah. But that's me coming from a logistics space, me working It's all logistics. In, in it's that. operational, you know. Working for the Children's Defense Fund, I was, uh, my title was Ella Baker Trainer, which was a, a national consultant. I had to do their curriculum. Uh, we had to hire people at times. We had to operate a training of 2,800 people. 
And so I think that that job right there with me working with other folks from all around the country who are now doing amazing things, I think that job right there really prepared me to attack the education space from a political standpoint. Um, you know, we, we were just honored by city council in Philadelphia. Um, nice, nice. And it's because we've, we've built a strong relationship with the city council there and, and the government, and uh, we just believe in doing what's right for the people. Nice, 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 nice. Now, uh, going into this business, did you have uh, any partners, anybody that, you know, kind of helped you put this together, move this along, or this was like all on your own? I got a great team. Yeah. I got an amazing team. Um, My uh, CFO, his name is Michael James. Michael James is my uh, somewhat of a business, my business manager. He is, we call him Al Heyman, right, because he's behind the scenes. Like he, you, you're really not gonna hear too much about him, but I have Get a, a little business. Bit on the mic. I, I have a business manager, um, you know. So uh, his name is Michael James, but I, I am a, I do, you know, when you start a business, you're gonna be at the top of everything, and every de- almost every decision, not every decision, but almost every decision. So everything runs through me. Um, but um, in terms of partners, no, I'm a 100% owner of, of MES. Nice, nice, nice. Now, what? What? Tell me about the roadblocks. Any roadblocks that you ran into that made you question, like, man, I so don't think I can keep doing this. What you touched on, I had to create a team. Like, I, mm. I started with creating a team. I have a great uh, accountant, um, Tao and Guy in. Okay. Uh, I have a, uh, a HR manager and um, Deborah Soto, and then we have uh, folks and systems in place and programs in place to help, kind of like the the things that you need in technology, a payroll gotcha. system, the QuickBooks. Um, kind of help you navigate recruiter, mm-hmm. um, those things that you need to um, be able to execute what they're asking you to execute because when people are asking for teachers they can call me at 12 a.m they can call me at 6 a.m they can call me at 5 a.m they can send an email they can go through the website and so it, it takes a certain amount of dedication and a commitment like mm. every day waking up and working nice. and you can take your time take your breaks you know i'm getting older so i, I have my um my midday break, my midday nap. So if you call me around 10, 10, 10 and 12, uh, probably be taking a nap. I'm taking a nap <laughs> because I got to work crazy hours. Like, what's the, it's, this is Sunday at, um, what time is it now? What, 4 p.m.? 4, 4 p.m.? Yeah. And we're working, you yeah. know? So it's about just dedicating yourself to your craft. And I think no matter what industry you're in, the dedication part is the most important. Like, um, dedicating the time. Yeah. Paying attention to like the details. This is true. This is true. Where, where did you uh, say you got this discipline from, you know, to be able to, you know, attack something and stay at it consistently like that? From a rough, I'm from a rough area. I'm yeah. from a rough neighborhood. So I think I would say hard working neighborhood too. Mm. People are waking up going to work and then I can't let them beat me. I like beat that. Beat me up. They up at 7 a.m. I got to get up too. Yeah. And then I got to stay up late working, networking. Um, so I just think the, my hard work and upbringing uh, in terms of like uh, watching people go to work, uh, you know, um, my mom, she works very hard, you know, and, and so she she instilled that into me as well. Like she always makes it to work. Nice, nice, Regardless. Nice. And um, I would say, yeah, she instilled that for sure. But she always told me that I was special too, like I was gifted. And I knew I was a little um, advanced in school because a lot of things was like a way like 
easier for me um, in comparison to like my classmates. But when I did go to college and I, I, I met uh, some amazing people such as yourself, uh, I was able to see like where I was struggling, you know, and um, the basketball team made us made us uh, study. Mm. But I, I really thought with the Freedom School program, it taught me that your education is power. Mm. Education increase your income mm. at times. It is not just a typical school education. It's yeah. any education, whether you come to learn from somebody like myself on how to start your staffing business or um, you're doing some self-education. I think that's important, too. Gotcha. So would you say like more of a niche education market, like specific education is better than just your general education? I wouldn't say better. Like I wouldn't put them up against each other. Okay. They both are important, um, you know, because you want to – you want to self-develop because you have your own goals. Of course, if you go to school, you know, you can become something, a professional in that area, or you can use the information to become an entrepreneur. And an entrepreneur is just a person that uses their uh, education or also work in the education industry as a business person. Hmm. So um, this could be a social entrepreneur, whether you uh, have a tutoring company, an after-school program, whether you, uh, whether you write books, or if you're a trainer, um, all of these things uh, operate in the education space, and if you are working a B two B and you wanna you wanna work with different schools, then you have to, you know, make that your focus. Or if you're just bringing a, the product from um, direct to consumer, then yeah, you you just have to you have to know your target. What is yeah. your what is your target target audience? I know my target audience. You know what I mean. I started from I started in Philly. You know so. A lot of my people are there as well, and they, they really support me. So I'm thankful to Councilman Isaiah Thomas for presenting me with the uh, the resolution uh, the, and the city citation. I'm thankful to uh, Council uh, Kiata Johnson as well. And I'm looking forward to doing some work here in Atlanta as well. So Nice, nice. Would you say um, what you chose to do? Now, I know you, and we had talked about the marvelous, you know, about your music days. Uh, I still uh, but write, before, though. But, but, That's, what's funny, I still, sometimes yeah. I'll write, I'll, I'll ghostwrite, okay? Okay, okay, <laughs> okay. I'll still write. Okay. But that's not um, my main focus. My main focus is I wrote a book, you know, Tells of, of, millenn- of a Millennial Entrepreneur. We're going to be releasing an audio book as well, so I'm looking oh, forward nice. to that. Nice. Um, I am working in the creative space. I have a, a, a documentary coming out. Um, I want to know your name. It's about my um, grandfather who was a singer on the Intruders. Mm. So we're gonna be playing some music today. We gotta put, make sure you know we drop that or on a live show. Yeah, we'll we definitely do that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But, you gotta um, come back so we can do it live but, on the B ninety six. Yeah, that's just a creative baby. space. So if, I mean, we always gonna be creative people. I see you doing um, amazing uh, in the art community yep. and just putting some things together, um, uh, together uh, curating um, spaces. So. Yeah, 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 man, it's time to get it. Yeah. Now, would you say um, jumping into this this space as far as the education and the staffing and more of that, that side of it, um, are you living out a purpose doing this? Or is this something that came from a passion? Both. Both. Nice. Yeah. Um, it's, it's a purpose because it's what I want to do. Like, I'll do it for free. Mm. <laughs> Sometimes I go and teach, and I'm like, I'm not getting paid usually if I'm – Going in to teach, for the most part, you know, or if I'm running a basketball program like MES Basketball, we have um, kids that are now uh, playing on national television. Nice. R.J. Smith at MOTEP, playing on national um, television. 
and we have uh, some high-level talent. And one of the spaces I want to go into, which I think is a part of my purpose, is uh, with those student athletes, I want to be able to manage them and manage like their uh, NIL deals. Okay. And so that's a space that we're we're looking to talk move about into. that. Now, what is it? Because I don't know much. Name, about image, that. and likeness. That's when. Um, name, image. Okay. Yeah, name, image, and likeness. That's when a school um, pays uh, or a company pays a student or provide them with training or free material or, or apparel, um, and in return, the player promotes their brand. The player. Um, is a representative of their brand. And, and mm. that's some of the things that we're looking forward to working with businesses. If you're looking to, to work with high-level athletes that, that we're getting into now. Nice, nice. Because we look at it the same way. We're managing careers. I don't look at it as if I'm staffing people. Uh. I'm managing their, their careers. And so a lot of times when I'm on the phone, if I'm talking to a teacher or if I'm talking to anybody, I ask them, like, what do you want to do? What are you looking to do? And once they tell me, then I have a roadmap and I have a game plan and a subscription to help them out. Gotcha. Now, is that roadmap um, like standard for each person, or do you give a you know one on one? It's a very uh, it's very standard, but since it's, it's somewhat standard, like it's yeah. a, like you know it's trigger words when if people say certain things, then you kind of know. Um, the direction that they want to go into. So hmm. if I'm working with uh, an athlete and he wants to do photography, um, we'll hook him up with a, a studio, you know, um, that, that is that that is in his area and that can possibly promote um, his, his vision, maybe provide him with some free, um, like a free time in terms of for free photo shoots, equipment. Hmm. Uh, sort of like an intern. Sort of like an internship. Like a, yeah, it's like an internship, but a paid internship. Nice, 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 nice. Tell me about one of your biggest accomplishments and what that felt like. Mm. Accomplishment, like uh, something that I did, or yeah, or, with the business, like with with the oh, oh yeah, anything. I'm proud about um, my real estate portfolio. Okay, it's coming together. Okay, I'm, pr- I'm proud of um, you know my um, business endeavors in, into the Airbnb space. Okay, okay. Um, now let's talk about that. So you got a book, See Your Entrepreneur, mm-hmm. and and just listening to you and as you talk, you definitely are a serial entrepreneur and so you're a millennial entrepreneur. So talk about the reasoning and going into certain spaces, like why real estate, why why now I know why education and staffing, but why real estate and um and why the creative space as well. Well, well the creative space and an author. You're an author. Yeah, Tales of a Millennial Entrepreneur out now. Um, you can go to mesmarvin.net. Um, mesmarvin is my Instagram. That's how you can follow me. But, um, yeah, in terms of the creative space, it's in my blood. You know, uh, my, my grandfather was a musician. So, and, and in terms of the writing, you know, I've always been a writer since, uh, since I was a little kid. So we thought it was important to bring the book out. Nice. What was the other one? And then real estate. What made you get into that? Oh, uh, real estate. I mean, I know some of it is like for me. Why for not? Me, but for you, for me, I was just thinking about generational wealth. Mm. I do have a son. Um, you know, he's going to need to not start from zero. You know, he has to start with with some things, and, and also uh, thinking about 
even after him? What's the generation after him? What is that going to look like? You know, nice. what is the generation after that going to look like? So just being able to to create a legacy. And then you want to be able to own your space so that you can control the grounds of it, um, control the the inside. So not only was it about control, but it was also about trying to build, not trying to, but building generational wealth so that the next, next generation could be better off. Gotcha. But also um, with Airbnb, you're creating um, a second and third or fourth. You're creating a new income as well while also building equity at the same time. But I do know some people, in it, and I'm, I do know people that sublet as well and okay. and, and, and do that in the in Airbnb space. Okay. But uh, I just thought for me, um, being an owner and, and having spaces to go to, and plus I like to, the reason I like Airbnb be, is because I, I like to visit the places sometimes, you know. And I'm not one of those people that stay in one one place nice. at a time. Nice, nice. Makes sense. Makes sense. <coughs> um, now let's talk about the book, man. Let's break that down. So the tales of a millennial entrepreneur. Um, why did you want to write this book? And then just tell me some things in the book for the people to, you know, motivate them to go pick it up. Well, um, I wrote the book so I wrote the book to help people, um, to help children to uh, impact lives, you know, um, and also to help people overcome some of their obstacles. You know, 10 years ago when I started this business, when we started MES, we just celebrated our anniversary. Um, 10 years ago, I didn't I didn't know it would take off to be what it is today. Mm. And so in the book, I give you step-by-steps and ways to become a social entrepreneur. But I know... Also, the, this book is my legacy. Mm. You know, this book is, I'm telling you about myself, my life, and how I got to this level, you know, um, t- of being an entrepreneur. We've been awarded by uh, President Obama. We've been awarded by nice. city council. And I nice. just think, um, just learning from some of the things that I went through, I think that it'll, it'll help a child, even if it helps one person. Yeah. But yeah. I think, for me, I'm the perfect person to tell that story because, being from where I'm from, we don't have a lot of people to, to share that narrative. And so it was important to me to share the narrative of somebody that was able to um, go through poverty, um, use his education to build a business, and and now he's building wealth. And so uh, it's not just for children. It's not just for, you know, teenagers or, and young adults, but it's for also uh anybody that's looking to do better with their lives. And it's, it's not just about being an entrepreneur, um, but it's about being a hard worker, you know. And so, yeah, we do have the, the entrepreneur uh, manual in the back as well to give you somewhat of a step-by-step um, process on how to start an educational firm. Oh, that's dope. Yeah, that's dope. we have that in the back. So. That's dope. And then also uh, instructions on how to keep in touch with me. Nice, 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 nice. Now you a person that um, set goals. Yeah, you know I've been I haven't been asked these some of these questions on uh, in, on camera, man. Really? Yeah. Hey, man, that's why you come to the Dream Big Podcast, man. So okay. we can we can dig deep into you know the mindset of what it is to do what you're doing. Right, because there Cause aren't we, many. We are at ATL, you know what I'm saying? Yeah, I mean, we you know, a little different. Yeah, you know, it got it has to be different, and I think a lot of people, 
you know, can see you and watch you. They can look at your Instagram and it's like, man, this guy's traveling, you know. And even people that's close to you can look at you and be like, man, this guy's traveling here. He's traveling there. You know, um, you got house over here, condo in the city. You're doing so much. And I don't think people understand how it's it's happening. It's houses that don't even make the gram because we about five minutes from here, too. There you go. You know, so you think about, like, people want to know. People love to see it, but I don't think people understand what it takes to actually get it done, right? Like, we talked about you getting a membership at the gathering spot. And for some people, I look at that like, I'm not, why would I do that? I'm not paying for that. But there's a reasoning behind that. So let's talk about that, right? Because it's a mindset thing. There you go. It's all about connections. This is a connection economy. It's not about what you know. It's about who you know. That's why you got you to meet the right people. And there's some positive people at the gathering spot. And then you got to be around people that want better for themselves. Yeah. Yeah. You know, and so what keeps you in that execution part? Because, see, having the idea is easy. I like the one-on-one. The one-on-one, um, when you build your one-on-one relationship, you can, um, you can build and you can grow together. And for me, that's why the gathering spot is a perfect place. Because not only um, can you, you know, have your private space and do work, but you also can meet people and you can network and there's events and educational things and, I'm one of them people that's that's always going to continue to learn. So it's a connection economy. The more people you meet, I like that. The more business you can do. A connection economy. People don't understand that. That's why we're going to post this everywhere. Yeah, people don't understand that, man. People don't understand that. Um, Now, like I said, I know you back in the days, marvelous with the crazy hot bars. Ah. Um, Now, was there ever a a time? Yeah, yeah. Was it was (laughs) it ever a time where you wanted to pursue being a music artist, a hundred percent? Yeah, at the beginning when I was like 18, 19. Yeah. For sure. Okay. Okay. And just, what what trans what what transitioned that from, you know, keeping it as a passion but then finding something that can be a purposeful, you know, financial stability type path. How did you separate the two? Cuz some people don't, you know, they get stuck there like, "Nah, man, I got to keep rapping till I'm 40 and don't oh, yeah. and don't ever create." Um, I just think you just follow whatever your dream is. You know, mm. if you feel like you need to rap until you and, and sing until you're 40, yes, do it. I mean, follow your path. And for me, I just wanted to be myself, and I felt comfortable in the classroom and, and doing educational programs and tutoring and um, doing business and being an entrepreneur. You know, I, I like I said, I still I still I wrote a book, so I'm still writing. The main thing was writing, and that mm. wasn't necessarily the the performing piece, the performance part. You know, I do have a grandfather who was a platinum singer you know i see the downfalls of what what that lifestyle comes with as well and so for me i just wanted to be me you know i didn't want to like follow in no footsteps or want to create your own yeah i like that i mean of course i'm proud of his legacy and and definitely will follow in his footsteps in terms of um following your dream and and my uh my grandpa was a great person for that. But what I mean, just to kind of regulate is I wanted to do what felt comfortable for me, you know. But, you know, to be an artist, you got to put yourself in the right position. You got to put yourself Facts. around, um, you know, other other people, other artists. Mm-hmm. You got to go industry. to the events. You got to yep. go to the industry events. Yep. You got to promote your records. Yeah. You got to promote your records. And that may mean 
coming to Atlanta and, and meeting with some good people. Yeah. Like I said, I manage careers. It doesn't matter the industry. <laughs> I manage careers. I, I mean, I'm willing to help. Yeah, I like that, man. I like that. Um, it doesn't matter if you're a sports person. It doesn't matter if you're a music person. And you big in sports. And then it's just like, do you even know how to get your song registered? Do you know how to? Mm. Do you know how you're getting paid for music? Do you know that there are performance royalties and publishing royalties? Understanding the business behind and somebody, the music so, business. So the writer's getting paid, and, yeah. the, and the person that performs the song is getting paid a certain amount. And then if you did both, then awesome, you know? But do you know how that breaks down? Mm. You know, uh, there's a lot of things that I know about the music industry that a lot of people don't know, you know, with, with in terms of how to network, how to promote music, and then also on the positions you need to put yourself in. And... Yeah, so I'm definitely uh, I'm looking to work with anybody. Yeah, yeah, I like that, man. I like that. Young Marvelous is in the like building. Gonna, I feel like we're going one day crop that and replay that. Yeah, you know, you know, man. Life has a way of you know once you put it out there into the universe, it's it's gonna live. It's gonna come to life, man. And everything that I've seen you do, um, for the time that I've been knowing you, and it's crazy that you know I met you back. This is the early 2000s, and a huge gap in between has taken place where I haven't seen you, haven't spoken to you. You know, we got a neutral friend, my man B.I., we know, yeah, you know. Yeah. Um, and to see you come back around full circle, you know, for me to see you, and it's like, man, what the hell Marv got going on? And it's like, man, I really respect what you're doing, man, because a lot of people just talk about a certain lifestyle. Yeah. And for you, you're actually living the lifestyle that you're talking about yeah. and you don't really talk about it like that i don't you just show up and it's just, just like what up. and it may look out of place but i will respect like some people may say you know you come down and um like i said our neutral friend bi you know celebrity photographer been been in the loop for a while now and some people look at it like man what this dude just jumping i remember you came down i don't know what he what event this was and you jumped in and made sure you was on the scene to get the photo with dj khaled and uh, I think oh yeah, it's I about what, it's about what, networking. It's about networking. It's about man. networking. It doesn't matter. And you put yourself in the right spots, and when oh, yeah. some people don't like, you don't have the complex of dick riding. You I like, bro, that. I got my own shit. Right. So right. I just need to make sure these niggas see me yeah. like I see them. Yeah. You know, and and right. I respect that because a lot of people just look at it like, yo, this dude just want to be seen, and it's right. like, nah, nah. It's, it's a time and place for everything. You know, I, I'm running to, um, we're in Atlanta, so I run to celebrities a lot. But, um, yeah, just, it's about actual real relationships with me. It doesn't matter who a person is. I mean, my grandson of a celeb. So, I kind of, uh, again, I had that firsthand experience. Um, but at the end of the day, for me, it's about networking. It's about what I can do for other people. So, if, if I'm going to be working with artists, I'm going to have to know who people, I'm going to have to meet people. I'm going to have to shake yeah. hands. yeah. And then also the thing is, with me in, in, in Atlanta, you know, this is the place of black excellence. It, it's been that way since 100 years ago, uh, since 120 years ago with uh, Booker T. Washington and being uh, Atlanta, um, mm. uh, it just being the, the, the center of black business. Yeah, it is. You know? Center, the, the, the Atlanta Black, Black Belt. Excellence, baby. Atlanta Black Young Belt. Young Marvin in the building over there, y'all. Oh, yeah, my son is here. You know, I have to take my son around. He has to start learning. Yeah, that's dope. He's been tutoring. 
he's been recruiting teachers. Imagine being in high school and recruiting teachers. That's dope, man. That generation. And, so, and, and a lot of times we start too late. And you thinking like, man, he's probably in the classroom thinking like, I can replace you right now. I can get you out of here. Bring my own person in here. Young Marv. Shout out to, to just having, you know. I hope he doesn't think like the that. The legacy, this, man. This, this is my shit. This is not yours, boy. <laughs> but 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 you will be involved and have to, he has to build his own legacy, you know. Yeah, yeah. But you you laying a good platform, man. You, and the foundation is there, the blueprint is there, and so if he chooses the one to go that route, he knows it. Um, but more than anything, no. He but he's already helping. He's already in the business. He's mm. already a, vi- a pivotal part of the business. Like nice from doing the video, um, the content at times. Nice. A lot of the, I'm not by like. Some of them videos I'm doing, somebody got to take them. Yeah, this and is facts. It's, and it's him. He's He's been there taking the videos, doing the tutoring. He's tutoring elementary kids. Oh, nice, yeah, man. Yeah, nice. yeah, yeah. Nice. And then we have, again, the Airbnb business. Sometimes the housekeepers are not making it in time. It might be a quick turnaround. You got to gotta knock that out. And that's the understanding the real estate game. Yeah. How to flip the property, how to yeah. keep that property up to date. How to keep it going. Yeah, that's what's up. That's what's up, man. That's good, man. Keep keep doing what you're doing, brother. Um, now, we're going to get a little little soft with it, you know, a little chill vibe with it. Um, tell me, what does it look like to have that dream wife or that dream woman and partner in your life? What does that look like? What is the Ooh, making of that? they asking me about that. Hey, man, you know, we got to ask everything, man. Everything is, a, think, you know. Um, just having a person that's there for you, um, ride, ride or die person that is loyal, um, trustworthy. You can hang out with them. You know, uh, you can, you guys have to be friends, have to be able to trust um, and enjoy each other. Hmm. And so that's what I think a dream wife is. Right. Seems like you're about to ask another question. What's going on? Well, the follow follow-up up? question was going to be, um, is it important to you to have whoever, you know, your wife or your partner uh, involved in the business with you, or would you rather that person have their thing that they doing and you doing what you doing? What does that look like, or does it? That should be both. Okay. They should have their own thing, you know, because you don't want somebody that you have to, like, totally take care of because then they're, then the relationship may not be um, 100. It might not be real. You want somebody that wants you f- for you and not for what you can do for them. Mm. And so I absolutely would, would love for um, the young lady to have her motion. Have her own, yeah. Gotcha, gotcha, gotcha. Okay, okay, okay. We're going to chill right there for a minute, y'all. You know how I like to do, cut to some music. So we're going to cut to some music real quick, pay a couple bills, and we're going to come back and ask some more questions with the young Marvin Dutton. Y'all stay tuned, y'all.
Young Marv is in the building. It's your boy Jimmy Doe. This is a Dream Big Podcast. We back with another exclusive interview with the young Marvin Dutton. And I got his son over here. So, so you're a junior? Yes. Okay, okay, okay. Tell the people your name, man, where you from, and uh, what you do. I know you're in school, so that's what you do. But, you know, we're going to get into a lot of things. But just introduce yourself. Um, my name is Mar- Marvin Akeem Dutton Jr. And um, I am from Philadelphia, Pennsylvania. And, yeah, I basically, you know, do school, touring for my dad, and, you know, basketball, do basketball, and this league, Recreation Center, made an all-star team, and trying to win a chip in that um, tournament as well. Nice, nice, nice. So, let's talk about that. So, you, uh, you're an athlete. Um, is basketball your, your number one passion? As far as sports, or is that something you just kind of got into? Something I got into. Um, I played basketball, very good at it, kind of good at it. But um, Move up to the mic, man. It ain't going to bite you. <laughs> yeah, I play video games. Okay, you're a gamer. I, yeah, when I start recording, and yeah, uh, that's how I like it, though. Okay, okay, okay. What's your, what's your games, man? What, what you like to play? What games? games like Call of Duty. Okay. Um, I like to play um, Apex Legends, Fortnite, um, Red Dead Redemption, The Last of Us. Um, mostly story mode games like GTA and um, and Uncharted. Okay. Yeah, the things I like to play. Okay. Are you in? Are you into this Web three spaces, the NFTs and things like that? Are you into that? Not really. Yeah. Okay. Okay. So you ain't thinking about creating your own games or anything like that. Um. Yeah. I'm into maybe. Yeah. I can create my my um own game and just have to put like a lot of work into it. Yeah. 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 Um. You know this whole Roblox and Minecraft and all that thing. You know that's like a big deal out here right now. Yes. It is. You probably grew up on that. It's probably you probably too old for that now. Yeah. I mean, people our age still plays Roblox, Minecraft, etc. Because of nostalgia and the childhood that we used to play as um, kids as well. Okay, okay, okay. So I know your pops, man. You know he a big entrepreneur, and he he trying to set. You know he he trailblazing the path for you. Uh, what's some of the things that you just want to do? What what do you? How do you envision yourself? You say how old are you right now? Sixteen. So sixteen. Okay. So. Um, let's say five years from now, you'll be 21, right? What's the vision you got for the 21-year-old Marvin Jr.? What do you want to do? Probably, uh, probably, uh, move to, uh, Florida or, like, someplace nice and just, um, have my own house and make good money as well. Make good money as well. Okay. Now, are you, uh... Your pops got you on ownership. Do you want to go that entrepreneur route as well, owning your own business? Yes. Okay. You have any any niche market that you want to get into, or are you still learning that right now? Still learning. Okay. 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 How do you um? What's some of the things you appreciate? I know your dad is hard on you, so I know sometimes you're like, man, I just want to chill. But what are some of those things that you do appreciate that he is instilling in you? That's like, man, you know what? I'm kind of don't want to do that, but I see the point. Yeah. I like how he, um, I have like a hardworking drive 24 seven. 
uh, made sure he provides for his family and just yeah, just a very good dad. Nice. You know? Nice. Okay. 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 Young Marv is in the building, y'all. I just want to make sure we get the young man, you know, get his point of view. You know, I know his dad. And, he, you know, he's doing a good job with you, man. You know, you're doing some good things. I see he be having you in the gym, having you at the games, bring you to all the meetings and things like that. So that's a good thing to have, brother. And it's good to also have, you know, what you want to do. Yes. And so you, you keep fighting for that, keep doing what you want to do, and tell your dad, you know, as soon as you come up with a business, to be like, yo, I got the business. You need to invest. Yes. That's what I'm talking about. That's what I'm talking about. It's your boy Jimmy Doe. It's the Dream Big Podcast. We got the young Marvin Jr. talking about his game and what he do and how he's going to continue the legacy and push it forward. And that's what we do here, man. So y'all make sure y'all stay tuned. We about to get Marvin Jr. back on here. I mean, senior, because I got some more questions for him to talk about his dream life. So y'all stay right there. We're going to get right back into it. It's your boy. Young Marv, let's get it, man. Let's get it, let's get it, let's get it, man. What song was you playing, though? Uh, recording? I played... Well, so start I, a new one. Oh, oh, you talking about right there. Start a new one. Stop it. If it's done with yours, that your, your video, stop your video. How long was your video? Your boy Jimmy Doe. It's a Dream Big Podcast. We back again. Like I told you, we got an exclusive interview going on. This is exclusive with the young entrepreneur Marvin Dutton. What's good? What's good? What's good? Yes, yes, yes. We back at it, man. Uh-huh. So, you know, we talked to your son. He's very appreciative of the things you're doing, man. This is a bright young fella here. Yeah, um, yeah, yeah. And so I know that's, you know, definitely something that you're proud of. Absolutely. Definitely proud of my son. That's what's up, man. That's what's up. Um, now, let me ask you, man. Any 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 goals of having any more children down the line, or you you know focusing nah, on? No, I think I'm done. <laughs> think I you're think done, I'm huh? done because the the forty. I'll be forty years old when he's eighteen. Okay. Heard him say that he wants to get his own house and things that of that nature. So that means that I'll be an empty nester in my early forties. Mm. And I'm just thinking about. What that that's going to look like. Because, <laughs> you know, I, I already like to move around. I spend a lot of my life, you know, raising, raising, um, having this boy on my side. I was only 22 years old uh, when he was born, barely 22. And um, a lot of times it was me, just me and him. His mom worked a lot, so it would just be uh, me and him. And, um, we just rocked it out. He saw, like you said, the hard work and drive. Me being on a train after work uh, for hours at a time having to stop and do tutoring sessions, have to take buses, just being on public transportation in my early 20s. And um, he was here for the whole ride, so I hope he appreciates that. But no, in terms of children, if it happens, it happens. You know, um, I'm dating a lovely lady, so. So if it happens, it happens. If it happens, it happens, you know, but. That's what's um, up. That's what's up. And when, when we was off. I don't plan to. <coughs> you know, hey, hey. I don't plan to. Hey. 
Um, and now when we when we was off, when we was on break, man, you was talking about, you know, how much you do appreciate the young lady that you with now and, and the value that she added to your business. Um, and so, you know, talk about that. How important it is for, you know, a young king to find a queen that um, helps him, you know, thrive and move forward on the things that he's doing. I think finding a queen is uh, very essential, is important, um, especially one that can help help for you to grow um, your audience, help for you to be in the, um, the right spots. Also somebody that can encourage you, motivate you, and and um, keep your, your schedule going and keep you organized. You know, you need some type of, a type of person that is, is for you, not somebody that just wants to go out and enjoy um, material things, but somebody that's concerned about your career and, and, and what you want to do. I think it's very important. You see with a lot of great men, it's a woman beside them, right? This is true. LeBron James is, abru- is about to break the, the scoring record, and Savannah's been b- b- beside him, right? It's a reason, you know? Um, women are, are, are nurturing, and they they are uh, having a queen. Is I think is is really important, but it's, it's important that you get your your energy together first. Mm. Because if you it. out here just Talk trying to it. trying to you know get some new work, uh, you just trying to go on to the next person. Um, that's your focus, you know, and that's why you getting there. You know, mm. congratulations, you know, and uh, and I don't look down on anybody that is is living the lifestyle that they want to live. I've lived that lifestyle before too. Yeah. For a long time. <laughs> but it, I think uh but but having the power of having a queen beside you is that they help to multiply multiply um your vision. Yeah. They help to add focus to your vision, especially one that that add, asks questions, you know, and so I'm very grateful to have a, a good woman beside me for sure. Nice, nice. Shout out to all the good women out uh, there. <clears throat> making sure they support their man and, you know, help them multiply the vision. Shout out to them. Shout out to them. Uh, now let's talk about some other things. We talked about the real estate. We talked about the, the book, you being an author. We talked about uh, the MES services, what you do in the education space. What are some other things on the bucket list? Um, I, we talked about the creative space. What What's some of those other things on the bucket list uh, that you want to see get done in your lifetime? In my lifetime, I want to um, – I really want to work in the in the sports agency space. Mm. That's, like, an immediate goal. Okay. Um, what do you mean, my lifetime? Yeah, life. What's, what's on the, the bucket be, list, man? It could be anything. It could be shit, jumping out of an airplane so thing, or something. Just anything. So I, I, don't, I look at the world differently. Okay, okay. Um, I already feel like my greatness is going to lead me to amazing things. I mean, I have goals. I scratched a lot of them off the list. I got to create some new stuff. You know what mm. I mean? Like getting out the hood, check. Um, um, being well-to-do, check. You know, uh, comfortable, uh, very uh, big house, check. Multiple homes, check. And so for me, my vision is to impact multiple states, Um most most of their schools is to uh, manage athletes and help entertainers and f- um, folks out with their career to expand my, my staffing, of course. Um, but for me, it's just all, all about general generational wealth mm-hmm. at this point in time, you know. Um, and then also for the kids that I impacted, I want them to go on and do some amazing things. I really do. Right. I put the the reason we put the work in is is like an investment 
we want to see that it pays off for them and the people around them. And so whether they like you or not, you want to make sure the people around them are okay too. Yeah. I think that's how you make a difference. You you create uh, difference makers. Um, you 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 create. Um, you create difference makers. You create influencers. You create these kind of people. Um, last week, you saw my students speaking at city council. You know, uh, and to be honest, their speeches were better than mine. Yeah. They were prepared. They were sharp. We prepared. The next generation is going to be sharper, a little quicker, a little faster, um, and they're ready to go. So for me, my legacy it lives in them. Mm. What they do and what they accomplish says a lot about the work that we put in. That's how I look at it. So giving back to others is my main goal, gotcha. you know. Uh, <clears throat> to be impactful. To be impactful, but, yeah, definitely to, to build wealth. Nice, nice. Now, now let's talk about that. Well, so you, you received a, a, an award from the city council. Yeah. Uh, in Philadelphia. Yeah. Um, what was that award for? And, and then just tell me what would that what was that moment like when you received it? So uh, MES and, and myself, Marvin Dutton, we received a, an award from city council. Uh, it was a citation, technically a citation, a city citation commemorating 10 years of, of service, 10 years of hard work, 10 years of sacrifice. And um, it goes down as a resolution. They have to do a resolution to where all of the council people. They go into what is called city council and they um, allow the community to provide public testimony. Mm. And so that's why we had the students there kind of communicating what MES has meant to them over their their uh, lives, you know, because some of them started at the beginning. And mm. so you, if you get a kid at six and now you have him, you know, you've been doing work for him for until he's 16, he has a lot to talk about. And so uh, George Lane and Isaiah Williams did great, but we have so many um, um, student athletes and um, just students that were on our program that someday I'll never even meet because it's been, you know, when you're in twenty something or if you're in a, a, a if you, when you're in numerous schools, it's tough to meet everybody. I'm only one person, yeah. you know. So if you if your teachers are if you're impacting, let's say, I always think about it like. I do the math. If you're impacting forty to fifty thousand students from the, the actions that you do in your life on your laptop on, and on your phone, if you're impacting that many lives through your staff and educational service curriculum, you know, I think to me, I'm living my dream. I'm living my goal. I'm, nice. I'm living. Uh, so I know you said what was it? Purpose and what was the other one? Well, <coughs> no. No, well, no, well, I'm just, I'm just going. Oh, I know you oh, gotcha, don't want to go gotcha, back gotcha. there. Well, purpose and passion. Yeah, purpose so and passion. My purpose. That's why I said my purpose and passion is the same thing. Mm. It's combined. Mm. You understand? Gotcha. It's combined because my purpose is a passion, and so mm. it's, it's to me, it's the same thing. Okay. 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 Um, when I when I when I think back, man, and just you know, just think about oh, the bad. educational I, I, I space, wanted, wanted, and I, you was talking about uh, what I what, what I was asking you before I, I drift off. You were yeah. talking about uh, I wanted to know how did that feel receiving that award? You said it was a citation. For those that don't may not understand what that is, and you know how that come together. Uh, um, did you, you see know. the room? Did you get a chance to see the room? I seen yeah, I seen the video. So you have like all the, of the government officials sitting around mm -hmm. listening to public testimony. You have. Um, city council people you may have 
other stakeholders, businesses, schools. Um, we had a golf course there. We had people that stood against the golf course. We had policymakers, um, really uh, decision makers, all in one room. But in, in the middle of the floor, you have city council, right? And so they have to come up with um, the resolutions for the day and the laws that they're looking to put in place. And um, on that day, uh, we, we're going to commemorate the 10 years of services, but moving forward, we're going to call that MES Day. Ah, nice, nice. Yeah. That's what's up, bro. Yeah. Congratulations Appreciate to that, you. man. Appreciate you. Yeah, MES Day. I mean, man, that's a, that's a, that's good, man. Yeah, yeah. Grinding. And so did you have this vision you spoke earlier, like you were talking about, you know, your son being with you in the days where you, you know, had to get off work, you're on the bus to go do a tutoring session and things like that. Like when you started this from the ground, did you envision, like, y'all going to be talking about me in this city in 10, yeah. 20, 30 years to come. Yeah, I knew it. From um, being being on the public transportation, you you seen that vision. Not not on the, not when I was on the train. Okay. I didn't see it then. Gotcha. I think I did. Gotcha. Maybe. Yeah, actually. You kept pushing though. No, no, no. no. I'm 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 just kind of remembering in my in my own mind. I didn't think we would um see the 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 financial piece. Okay. I'll be honest with you. Okay. I mean, I knew we would help a lot of people, but I didn't know that that I would make, um, you know, good uh, money from it, make a living from it. That much money, <laughs> to be nice. honest, I didn't. I didn't think I would be like living in in a big, huge house that me and my son. We don't even see parts of the house at times, you know. I I never knew I would be like financially as financially well off. I never knew I have I'd be in Atlanta. Okay. Um, but I knew that I wanted to be working in education. I knew I wanted to be working around the government. Um, mm. And so I was one of those guys that did watch government TV to see what the schools were doing and things like that. And so for me, um, I, I saw the vision when I started MES. When I saw when I started the company, that's when I saw the vision okay. completely. Okay. I had goals, but when I started the company, I said, oh, okay, and I'm going to commit myself to this, and I'm going to sacrifice for this. I treated, I married MES. That's probably why I was single for so many years, because I was married, I'm still married to the business, so it is tough to be with me, because it's a it's a um, commitment that you said. Like you said, the woman has to make a commitment, too. Mm-hmm. She has to help. She might have to fly to one city, then go to the next city, or check on the Airbnb, or speak publicly, um, mm. or you know, or, and be able to to host and um, put things together. So it's a commitment to be with an entrepreneur. If you're dating an entrepreneur who treats their business as if as if it's their baby, then yeah, you know that too as well. So it's a commitment for anybody that's dealing with me. Okay. Okay, okay. Man, big visions here. Big visions, big dreams, man. Y'all make sure y'all hold on to your dreams, hold on to your visions. You know, as long as you live in a purpose and you're doing what feels good, at some point it will come to you like, man, okay, this is going to pay off. Even if you don't see it, if you just know that if I just stay on this track, it'll all work out. Um, So I got a question, man. At, At any time... Did anyone say, man, Marv, what you doing, man? This ain't. That's all they said. <laughs> this ain't going mount to nothing, man. What, what are you doing, Marv? They didn't believe in the vision. Me, I had on binoculars. Hmm. 
Like that. Even a vision. You know, but you got to see it from afar. Yeah. Because it's not going to happen tomorrow. For some of the new entrepreneurs, yes, it could happen for you tomorrow. It could happen a little faster, especially with the internet. But for me, I knew it was going to take time. They didn't even have the systems available to us that I use now um, to communicate with, with, you know, in 2002 uh, when I met you. They didn't have things. They didn't have uh, Facebook. They didn't That's have true. Social media. Damn. And so I didn't envision being able to be a business person, an entrepreneur, um, but it was just always in me. I was mm. one of the kids that was at uh, the Kmart. That's a grocery store in Philadelphia asking people if they need help with their bags. Excuse me, miss, can I help you with your bag? Boom, by the end of the day, I got like 80, 80, 90 dollars. Word up. I'm out. I go to the buffet. I go home. My mom, like, I know you got some money in there. Yep, you know I do. <laughs> wow, just at the grocery store. I used to do, I used to pack bags at the grocery store, but yeah, I ain't never get $90 a day. I used to get like a dollar oh, or no, something. No, used I ain't to get that was a good day. Oh, that was a good like, I would say like 30 Yeah, you made like 30 bucks. Yep, yep, yeah. packing bags. And that go a long and way back then. Word up. Hey, you, can't man, get, you can't get a bag of chips with $30 now due to inflation. Yeah, you can't get nothing with thirty dollars. You barely get some gas for the week. It's just things is changing, man. That's why the staffing piece is important. People don't want to work. Some people do want to work and really need help. Yeah, yeah. So believe it or not, it's a lot of people out there that's looking for jobs. Yeah, and looking for jobs and may not, you know, may not know how to get to them where they at. I mean, it's a whole network. I got you. Just send me your resume. That's what I said. MES is an opportunity. Um, and not just with MES in terms of like um, the education company, just uh, getting management by Marvin, you know, um, getting getting help by me, fr- getting help from me to, to find your vision. And people do that all the time. Just always tell them, you know, we have friends, we have mutual friends. I'm not gonna put the young lady out there, but like I, I can help you. You, you know, I can help to push your uh, your vision to the next level. And um, it doesn't always have to come with a cost. With me, only if it makes sense. Yeah. Yeah. And some people be afraid of that. I think some people are just afraid of their own vision. But that's what you asked me, like, um, is it other partners? No, it's people that manage me. It's people that help me. I have a structure. Mm. You know what I mean? Mm. I can't, I can't, even with partnerships, I can't, you can't just ask me on Tuesday and we doing it on Wednesday. I might, I might need a couple of days. That makes I sense. I got to consult with this person and that person. There's a checklist because, you know, people shoot their shot all the time in terms of running business plays by me, but um, it has to make sense. That's one of, one of the reasons why I think, you know, us working together is, is important. It's important that um, brothers build, we grow, and we expand things together. And that's why I wanted to be in the A. And, um, and, I'm, and I'm still very close to all my people in Philly, too. So I knew that they, they'd keep in touch with me and, uh, and we'll build um, something big. And that's what we're looking to do. Expand your reach. Expansion. Yeah. That's I feel like uh, I, I, it's like when Big Meech left Detroit and he went to Atlanta. Like, we got to go. We got to go. Expansion, baby. But, you know, with that being said, Atlanta has some good things and also some bad things at times, too, you know? Yeah. As somebody that, that is 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 uh not originally from, but... You know, all of our major cities need work, especially in the education system. For sure, for sure. Shout out to this man having a vision to make sure he help out those in the education space. We all come from the neighborhood. 
You know, I'm from New York. He's from Philly. Um, and so, you know, we all from, from rough parts of the neighborhood that's un- unfortunate parts of the neighborhood, you know, un- underfunded, um, undereducated, you know. So to see someone that comes from the neighborhood, giving back to the neighborhood is very important. So y- y'all make sure y'all keep up with the young Marvin, man. Give him his flowers. I'm definitely giving him your flowers, Thank man. You. You know, for someone of your age, we the same age, and to kind of see your grind, to see your growth, uh, it's like, man, you didn't sit back and just wait for somebody to bring you a meal. You went out there and got the meal. Yeah. And so I definitely respect that, my man. I definitely respect that. Appreciate you. Um, I got one more question for you, and then we're going to jump into a part where I like to do. It's a section that I call Pick Your Vision, yeah. which is like a this or that. Okay, it's I'm like ready. a little playful side of it. Um, but before we get into that, just got one last question. Let's go. Um, now, you talked about curriculum. Do you have your own MES curriculum that you give kids? Um, and then talk about that, and, and then where do you see that going? Yeah, I have the MES curriculum for early learners. Nice. This is a book that uh, prepares kids for kindergarten, and if they're in kindergarten or first grade, it helps them build on, like, the letter sounds and um, just those foundational skills. And so we have the MES curriculum. Um, we have the Black History flashcards. It's February. Nice. Um, we we have them on online at seventy five percent off, but we have the Black History flashcards because me being somebody that's from Freedom Schools, I was always taught about um, my culture and and with this being Black History, it's always important to, to kind of shine a light on on those uh, great people who helped us to get to where we are today. And so, yes, we have um, Black History flashcards, ABC flashcards, um, but for me, I'm I'm ready to just kind of. You, you know, pr- make sure we put that in the hands of a lot of children yeah. on, na- uh, on nationwide. So we're definitely talking to, to districts about um, providing that curriculum to districts, um, some of them free of charge. Um, and as a, also as a part of my contracts that I do have, because I do have a lot of contracts, um, something that we're thinking about, but we do have it on our online at uh, www.homeschoolforourchildren.com. Nice. Homeschoolforourchildren.com. And that's just also for the people that's that's doing homeschool. I know you need to, to have some curriculum with uh with with uh black images on them. Uh I think that's very important to, for your child at the at a young age to see that. Uh, and I think it's important to build help build self esteem as well. And so yeah, we I have like it. that. I like to that. celebrate Black History Month. Yeah, with, I like which that. was created by Carter G. Woodson. Carter G. Woodson started it as uh Black History Week. And then he expand, and then the government expanded it to the entire month. But yeah, um, um, for um, Carter G. Woodson, the second graduate of Harvard. Hmm. Who's the first? That's shit. Hell of I know. W. E. B. Du Bois, and they didn't get along much. Mm. That's interesting to me. Wow, look at he dropping Jews on y'all, man. Y'all better, y'all better make sure y'all tap into my man, Young Marv. Make sure y'all get this education. It was education <laughs> beefs back then. Education beefs. Because you had. Because I just noticed, I don't know if this is any connection or any correlation, but I was like, um, W.E.B. Du Bois had the education of black folks, and then Carter G. Woodson had the miseducation. I don't know which came first, but I'm just like, I just look at some of the things that went on and, and which and what was front and center. And I do like the fact that now educators are now um, getting starting to be put um and and in that limelight, entrepreneurs again yeah. put in the spotlight so that kids can see there's other things to aspire to besides just being a rapper or a basketball player. Yeah, like yeah, absolutely, <coughs> absolutely. Um, 
I like that, man. So I definitely got to have you back, man, so we could talk about some for of this stuff show. for the live, man, and let the people understand. Right now, this is an exclusive interview, one and only. This is for my podcast members. This is for my Patreon. I'm about to start a YouTube, so this is definitely something that's going to go on YouTube. Um, so y- y'all make sure y'all stay tuned because the young Marv, he got some things for y'all. And he, he going to make you open your mind, make you think about some things. Like he said, you don't have to just inspire to be the rapper, the athlete, the actor, the entertainer. There's other things out there like himself. You know, be a business owner. That does exist out here, and you could make a great living. You heard what the man said. He lived, He checked off his check boxes, got the big house, got, got yeah. multiple streams of revenue. You know, he's living good, living happy. He get hey, up but, and do what he wanted to do. But, you know, there's room for improvement on my end. I'm not perfect. So I want more. I want to aspire to more. I want, I'm dedicating myself much more to get to the next level, and I'm looking to work with anybody that's, that's willing to work with me. It has to be reciprocal, right? You can't, and you can't be in a relationship that only works one way. It has to be um, reciprocal. Mm-hmm. Both ways have to work. So we can work together and do some business together. That's in business and that's in relationships as well. Oh, yeah. You, you know, one hand wash the other. Right, exactly. You Both see a lot of people that's face. addicted to rejection, though. And they and, and that's why mm. and that and that and they go after people that don't go after them. To me, that doesn't make sense. And once, once I noticed that, and, and once I started going with work, what works for me, like even in being an entrepreneur, I was a teacher, like you said. People was like, "Why are you quitting your job? Why are you quitting your job?" Yeah, it doesn't make sense. Yeah, uh, and I'm I just stuck stuck with what I had going on, and now those same people, you know, clapping for me, and I'm glad that they're clapping, but. Some people did say no at first, you know, so you got to have a vision. You got to believe in it for for yourself. You got to see it for yourself first, mm. even if you have to have on binoculars and, and, and see something that's far away, but you can see it up close. You can feel it. You can feel it. It's in your mind. So you just got to bring that to life. I like that. I like that. I like that. It's your boy, Jimmy Doe. This is the Dream Big Podcast. You know what we about to get into, y'all. This is that part in the show where we talk about pick your Vision. Got my man Marvin. Let's see what his picks is going to be for Pick Your Vision. Y'all ready? (laughs) All right, Marv. Pick your vision. What would you rather? Have a pause button or a rewind button in your life? Mm, Pause, always. I don't want to rewind nothing. Okay. It is what it is. It's going to be what it's going to be. So, pause. And I like to pause people when they say something that's out of control, too. <laughs> <laughs> but a pause so you can um, sit back and think about the next move. And sometimes it takes me a day to, to make a decision or something. But don't pause for too long. Mm. Think wrong. Think long. Think wrong. Okay. Okay. Pick your vision. What would you rather? Have someone see all the pictures in your phone or read all the text messages? Read all the text messages. Because hey. <laughs> my pick's crazy now. <laughs> <laughs> nah, I definitely read all the text messages, man. I talk a lot of trash about people, man. I'm opinionated. Mm. <laughs> but, okay. But um, reading the text, I don't really, I just, my text is going to be mostly business. Now, if you talk about a group chat, a group chat. Cause I, I mean, I just said read all the text messages or see all your pictures. My text message is good. But pictures and group chats. You don't want them pictures, yeah. yeah. No. Okay. My okay. pictures. I mean, all the pictures on my phone. Uh, videos. Everything. Oh no, they can't see that. All right. 
All right, so the text message it is. Uh-huh. All right, let's go. Pick your vision. <laughs> what would you rather, have fame and fortune or love and wisdom? That's a tough pick because I, that, to me they're not related. Mm. Okay, talk because about it. Because be, you could be rich and in love and you could be rich and single or you could be poor and in love or you could be poor and single. And then I don't think it's the uh, I don't think it's related to also happiness either. I think happiness is a separate stream. Mm. Mm. Um, so fame and fortune, but or love, love and wisdom. Lo- uh, the thing is, if you're chasing love, that can keep you away from generational wealth, too. Mm. You know, if you're chasing, if you if your focus is not on the betterment of you, and I think it's hard to have the betterment of you without having love. Got to love yourself first. And then you can take care of everybody else, but you have to love yourself first. And so for me, I don't know how you can get rich and famous without having at least some love for yourself. Mm, I like that. I like that. Okay. So you got to have that love. But I had an argument. Don't put like money, a certain amount of money may make you feel comfortable and may provide convenience or what, what have you. But I don't think it's literally related to being happy, you know. Um, but if you have like, if you're like really, really struggling, I can see how that can affect your, your happiness. Mm-hmm. But I'm I'm talking about above the survival stage, and below the ridiculous wealthy stage. Like you know, right, right now, there. Yeah. Mm-hmm. You know, you have extreme cases though. You do. Okay. Okay. Was I too neutral? <laughs> it's a little neutral, but it's all good. It's all good. All right. Pick your vision, Marv. What Ready. would you rather? Accomplish all your small goals or one big goal? That's a good one. I would say the big goal. Mm. That one the, big goal. Yeah. I think I think the big goal of just um, building something special that people are going to continue to talk about, um, you know, 10 years uh, in the game with MES and just looking to do some bigger things. Uh not just with MES, but, you know, in real estate, I started a company called MES Days. You know, when you're into these different industries, you have to start the company. I also, you know, have a vending machine business. Most people oh, don't nice. know about that. You know, I just started that. Nice. And so we're looking to start that up. But um, for me, it's just about waking up and having a to-do list. I segment all of my different visions in terms of my companies. Uh um, agency work, uh, MES stays, which is the real estate, uh, anything involving with uh, music, writing music or what have you, uh, or managing people, and then also uh, with MES in general. And me as a as a father, my, my son lives in Atlanta with me, and so he moved down here, just me and him together. Mm. Okay, okay, that one big goal. All right, pick your vision, Ma, what would you rather Manipulate the past or manipulate the future? Manipulate the future. Mm. I don't want to go in the past because I feel like the butterf- the butterfly effect. If you touch one thing, uh, then something else yeah. is affected. Then something else is affected. And now your kid's not born. Like, no. Uh, <laughs> like, no. I, I like that. I don't want to change my past, but I can alter my future. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. I can't change. I, you know, that's an old rap from back in the day. You might remember that. I can't change my past, but I can alter my future. Mm-mm, nah, I don't that remember. Was a, but... you know, that was insides on that Kanye West beat. Mm. 
Love Marv over here, man. Uh-huh. Marv's still on the pin, y'all. Don't 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 get it twisted. <laughs> All right, Marv, pick your vision. What would you rather? No internet or no telephone? No telephone. The internet is the way I make my money. The internet is the way I communicate. The internet, my brain is everything. The MES Marvin brain is, uh, and Marvin MES Marvin Education Services. Those two brands is what I, you know, live off of. Um, yeah. That's how I'm able to feed my family, but also how I'm able to keep in touch with other people. The phone is not as important, so I would rather hop on a computer, desktop, laptop, you know, blah 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 blah. Okay. 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 I don't really have to talk to people if I if I could communicate. I'm maybe that's where my son get it from. But if I could communicate with them through the written word, whether it's through my books or through uh, the internet, then. But I can't go without the internet. I like that. Yeah, I'm me too, man. Thankful for the internet. The internet got us here. This podcast gonna be uploaded on the internet for everybody to see. Yeah, that the internet is you know everlasting and it stretches. And it stretches. It's expansion. You can get to everybody. Yep. I like that. I like that. Okay, okay, okay. We got about two more here for you. Okay, I'm ready. Pick your vision. What would you rather? Have unlimited time or unlimited finances? Finances. I don't want to be here forever. That doesn't make sense. (laughs) But um, time is a concept. Mm. We We don't even know if time is real. Mm. It's all relative. You only get to live in the moment that's right now. So how do you know it's real? How you know it's not a chip that was implanted? Mm, that's a different. That's a so, different perspective, right and, there. And I'm just saying. I'm just saying, like, from a um, astrology point of view, in terms of um, them saying that, like, the, the the question on like, with the Big Bang, how, when did the world start? And they're them saying that the place that they were at, the space, because space and time is connected, the space that they were at that didn't have a, it didn't make six sense in that context. Like time didn't exist, so how do you measure time? Measure time. Mm. And so if it didn't exist then, then you can't. How just do you know? Create it, time how do you now. know if it it exists outside of your perception? Mm. I like that because this is a reality. This is one. It yeah. It might only be just one reality in terms of um, what we know, but it could be other realities out there based upon the, the science and the math. So mm. you can't. I, I go back. I go back to say you can't really um, limit something that is possibly not even in existence. Doesn't exist. Yeah. I like that. I like that. Okay, okay. Good answer, man. <laughs> all right, all right. Pick your vision, Ma. What would you rather? Be given $1 million or earn $1 million? With our priority, no that Earn because you can do it again. Mm. Earn it because you can do it again. Now, that was now the somebody, first time somebody's actually gave that answer. Really? And had a real reasoning behind it. Like most people say, well, give me a million dollars because I can flip it. Yeah. But you saying earn it because you can do it again. And yeah. I think people miss that if you don't earn it, you don't know how to earn it. Yeah. You don't know how to flip it. <laughs> yeah. If you just give it to someone, it's like, yeah. how do you know what to do with it? Yep. I like that. Yep. Like you can that. give someone, what is it? You can give someone a fish, but if you teach them how to fish, they're yep. able to feed themselves. Mm-hmm. So my thing is, you know, if if I know how to make, I can do it again. I can do it again. I won't have to just 
live on just flipping, trying to flip. Flipping is dangerous. Mm. You can fall if you fl- if you flip too much. You, you might fall. fall on your head. Damn. <laughs> I like that analogy Sometimes right you there. Gotta earn, you got to earn it the hard way, the good old-fashioned way. This dream of just being on the beach while your money is just going crazy, that's a difficult one, man. From what I see, from my experience, people that are high earners are hard workers. People that are high earners are putting the time in. They're committed. Mm. I like that. I like that. All right, Ma, we got one more for you, brother. One more for you. All right, you. I'm ready. All right. Now, we're in a campaign year. Yeah. So we should be picking a new president going into this election. If we are left at the end, on one side we have Ye, and on the other side is Donald Trump. No, did you see the new dude? Who's the new dude? Santos. Man, I ain't no, seen no. that dude. The dude is lying. Listen, he's lying about. Now I gotta see who he is. I didn't. I'm just going off of CNN. That's only one point of view. Mm-hmm. But they're saying that he's lying about his mom's volleyball career. He's lying about his heritage and and about his grandparents. Um. Uh, that that uh, ended up going to uh, possibly surviving the Holocaust. What? That he ma- the Democrats he made all this that up. He made it all up. And the other piece that he made up, but he accepted donations on on behalf of that. So they he might be in trouble. You got to get that money. This dude back. is the most controversial. He's the new Trump. Mm. Trump's gonna have some competition. Mm. People, he's like, he's the biggest media news story there is. Oh, I got to get in the loop. I ain't hear nothing about that. I got to jump in. But me, I pay attention to um, local politics in Philadelphia. I do need to um, do some more work out here, although I was on the campaign trail uh, for Andre Dickens. Uh, uh, so, But I definitely need to get more involved with, with some of the people down here. So I'm, I'm looking forward to that. Okay, okay, okay. So, um, so if you're left with Donald Trump and Kanye West, who are you picking? That's what you're left with. Mm, good question. Who 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 you picking to run your country? Good question. I'm gonna have to go with Don because he has some experience already, and the world didn't end under him. So this is true. Uh, Kanye, um, I don't. I mean, he's never worked in politics. You know, uh, at least Trump got four years under his belt. Under, yeah. You yeah. Know, so um, yeah. Going with the experience. I'm going with the experience. That makes sense. That makes sense. And he a businessman. He's a businessman. Although a business I think uh, Kanye would get a good team around him. I mean, like the business sector would be good. It's funny because, yeah, it's very interesting when you when you do go from one income to the next. Is your politics supposed to change then? They say that, and I think that may just come with influence. Who's influenced you around you when you're? income changes they may push you more left yeah. and more right or more in the middle it may yeah. just be for me I'm, and poli- for me politics. and speaking on that actually let me ask you this man yeah, yeah. um could you ever see yourself in politics like having an office in space i already told i always, I always tell people i'm already in politics mm. i'm already in politics whether i like it or not and so mm. I don't look at it um, like when you ask me like who am who am I going to vote for? To me, I look at it like what c- what can I do? Who can I partner with mm. to help? Um, and when I'm partnering with these political officials to help, I'm not worried about their party, you know. Uh, 
although I mm. may um, help mostly Democrats, I just think the the issue of education is more of one that's down the middle that everybody agrees that we got to improve the education space. We got to have uh, get them more opportunities, better schools, more learning opportunities outside of the classroom. I think everybody agrees on that. So that's kind of the lane that I approach it from, which is why although I'm into politics, um, I look, I'm into the, the job of the politician and not the campaigning. I'm out of that. I do campaign on behalf of P folks. Don't get it wrong, but folks that are going to um, um, help children, you know, help students and help the education and business community as well. Mm. That's dope. That's dope. That's dope. It's your boy Jimmy Doe. This is the Dream Big Podcast. Give a special <laughs> thanks, man, to Marvin Dutton coming out here and, and speaking Jeez. to you guys, man. Um, y'all make sure y'all follow him. Go ahead and drop all your social handles, man. Where can they find you and things like that? You can find me at MES Marvin on Instagram, um, MES Marv on Twitter. Uh, you can also find follow Marvin's Education Services on Instagram, uh, MES Services on Twitter. Uh, and if you want to call me, 267-575-3547. That's 267-575-3547. If you are a school, you're in need of a teacher, um, go ahead and go to uh, messtaffing.com. Uh, That's messtaffing.com. And if you are just looking to pick my brain, go ahead and follow me at mesmarvin on Instagram. Shoot me a d- direct message, a DM, and uh, I'll definitely reach back out to you. Nice, 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 nice. Y'all know what it is. Y'all know where to find me. We're going to keep it going, man. It's your boy. We'll be back at it again. This was a great one. I appreciate everybody tuning in. We are out.